0: Hello, 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 hi everyone, happy Saturday, also happy day 55 of the program, I am uh, in Bahamas, so I'm coming to you live from Bahamas, here a few days just working on some work stuff, and then I'll be back, Uh, but I'm here today uh, going live to answer any of the questions that you guys have, so hit me up, let me know where you are at, just in the Facebook support group, and some of you are loving the tweak, you're like, this tweak is so great, I'm hitting my lowest low, this is amazing, this is my favorite tweak, And some of you straight up hate it, (laughs) which is totally okay. So one of the comments I want to point out was such a good one was, I hate this week's tweak because I feel like I'm constantly focused on food and what I have to eat. Good. That's the whole point of it. It's all about bringing awareness to the choices that you're making, bringing awareness to feeding your fucking ass after you've been starving and depriving yourself for years and years and years trying to lose weight trying not to eat all day and now you have to eat all day. So it's bringing awareness to the time and energy it takes. It brings, if you don't have enough time, to focus on eating and focus on this goal that a lot of you've been trying to reach for a really long time, that's a good indication that maybe your life is overscheduled. Maybe it's a great indication that you're not prioritizing yourself. You're prioritizing everything else above yourself. I meet so many people who I've wanted to lose this weight forever. I've been trying to lose weight for 20 years. This is about taking this 91 days and focusing on yourself. So if you hate this tweet because you're constantly focused on what to eat and when, why do you hate it? because you have to prioritize yourself because that makes you feel uncomfortable. Like, don't tell me that you're more fixated on food while you're eating all this nutrient-rich food more than you've ever been when trying to do all those shitty diets where you're starving and depriving and restricting. And do you know what I mean? So I love the feels though. Absolutely valid to not enjoy this tweak because it can make you feel a little, little uncomfortable because you do have to prioritize yourself because it takes time and energy losing your weight finally and forever takes work. It takes your time and takes your energy, but don't lose sight of the fact that this is all for a rhyme and a reason for you to be able to lose your weight and move on for the rest of your life, right? So that's what these few days are about. It's four days of focusing on yourself, focusing on your foods, really be in tune, especially when you're splitting up those portions. Are you not fucking fascinated at the fact that when you take the exact same portions that you're used to eating and you split them in two, after you eat that first portion and you wait, 20-30 minutes and you're allowed to have that second portion You're not even all that hungry for it. The same portions that you were having, for example, during downsizing, when you were eating a few bites less and you couldn't have those few bites were bringing up all those feels because it felt most like a diet, food waste issues, food scarcity issues, feeling like being afraid to be hungry and starved and deprived. And now you're taking those same portions, eating the first half and the second portion, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like you see how that changes your internal dialogue and messes with your head so that's what it's all about is prioritizing yourself recognizing that you're too busy to feed yourself or feed yourself often now don't get me wrong this tweak is not normal this this is not how you're going to eat for the rest of your life it's not a normal way of eating we don't count we don't weigh we don't measure so this is one of the ways that we get even more in tune to your portion so have fun with this week if you aren't having fun with this week's tweak ask yourself why ask yourself why not, right? It's probably different than anything you've ever done. What is it? Are you afraid to eat more often? You think you're going to get fat because you're eating nutrient-rich foods and eating it often? You're not. Chances are with splitting up your meals and snacks, you're going to end up eating less food this week with this tweak than you were when you were downsizing and purposely leaving yourself feeling like a few bites less, right? Uh, I love this week. I have great difficulty focusing on me. Too many years of dieting and a still broken body better than before Gina but still a mess. Hi, Lynn. That's exactly it, right? So it's, it's more than just making yourself eat more often. If, you, if you're seeing it as that, you're really just seeing the surface of it and not really getting into the rhyme and the reason behind it. It's such a cool weekend treat. I mean, you can hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you can still hate it, but turn up the volume on that internal dialogue and ask yourself why. It's four fucking days out of your life. You know what I mean? What's the problem with it? You learn so much from it. Why do you hate it so much? So turn that up. Hi, Meredith. A couple of huge non scale victories. First, I've learned that it's okay to be uncomfortable because discomfort means I'm ultimately creating positive change. Yeah. Like, you know, you know if you, if you're stepping out of your comfort zone and it's like, say like you're, I don't know, like you're about to go down this ridiculous water slide right here. And it's like, you're stepping out of your comfort zone. You're scared. You're nervous. There's a little bit of risk there. Right, you're, there's a little bit of risk there, but sometimes, or more of the t- more often than not, when we're stepping out of our comfort zone, and it's just because it's not what we're used to, it's not what our habits are built around, it's not the way our mind is wired. But that is really the catalyst or the precipice of change. When you're feeling that uncomfortable, that's usually when you're like, oh, okay, because you know you can't just keep again doing the same shit and expect change. And when you're in the pursuit of change you're going to notice like physically you're going to notice all the things but also mentally you're not just rewiring how your body has come to function you're also rewiring how your brain has come to function and so when you're doing different things it messes with your head and that's where it creates that sense of uncomfort uncomfort for some people they feel so uncomfortable like making things about themselves even for me so we were out taking photos and stuff around the grounds like i feel like so weird that, do you know what I mean? Like, why am I taking a photo of myself? Who wants to see a photo of me? When I went to the conference the other day, right? Like who wants to meet me? Why am I standing here? Who wants to take a photo with me? That's ridiculous. But that's like getting out of your comfort zone, you know? And then the kind of dealing with those feels that, you know, so like, again, this is not something you're going to do forever. I love what I do. So even though I love doing it and I love meeting people, i still feel uncomfortable, right? So you still have to do the things that you need to do. Okay, back to you. Uh, It's okay to be uncomfortable because discomfort means I'm ultimately creating positive change. Yes. Uh, Second, I signed up for the winter group, begrudgingly muttering to myself that I was over this. But then Gina and Dr. Beverly popped into my bed and they changed the narrative. Oh, yay. My bed or my head? I think you're going to popped into my head. I'm going to guess it's popped in your... I don't know. Maybe you can be into me and Dr. Beverly in your bed. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say ahead. And I changed the narrative. I love this. So... Of course, you don't want to sign up again. Of course, even if you love the program, even if you love the community, even if you love me, even if you love whatever it is, you don't have to like the fact that you're still fucking trying to lose weight at this point. Like, you can be begrudging about that. You can be like, "Oh fuck, I hate the fact that I spent however many years trying to lose this weight." But remember, this we want this to be the last time you ever lose your weight. There's so much benefit into signing up again, even once you reach your goal. And we're gonna talk about maintenance at the end of the program and the isn't of course, to have you keep signing up. So we do teach you a method that you can go on your own, but there's, there's, you know, it, it, there's so much benefit being around community, being mindful of continuing to focus on yourself, even after you're done losing weight. And of course, while you're losing, it's in a super effective way, right? So you, but you can feel ways about it. I switch the dialogue to gratitude that I will either be losing my last few pounds and or solidifying my weight, which I will finally let me move forward once and for all, for all, for all feeling calm and strong. This whole thing is a whole vibe. I love this so much. This is huge for me and I couldn't be more excited for the finish line. This is what I want everyone to feel, right? Let me read it again. A couple of huge non-scale victories because these, these are huge non-scale victories, right? I learned that it's okay to be uncomfortable because discomfort means I'm ultimately creating positive change. Amazing. Second, I signed up for the winter group begrudgingly muttering to myself that I was over this. But then Gina and Dr. Beverly popped into my head and I changed the narrative. I switched the dialogue to gratitude that I will either be losing my last few pounds and or solidifying my weight loss which will finally let me move forward once and for all feeling calm and strong. That's it. We're done. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> right? That's where we want you to get. We want you to feel confident and comfortable in your skin. We want you to feel calm physically, mentally around food. And you'll learn in maintenance like There's different seasons of your life that'll be more challenging and you have to be more mindful about the choices you're making and how you're feeling. There's things like situational change where you're going to have to change and adapt and meet yourself where you're at. And that's why this whole sense of awareness is really important because once you've lost your weight, you want to be really in tune to your body's needs. You want to know exactly how you're going to feel by making certain choices before you even need to make those choices. Choices. You want to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you, not just when it comes to what you're eating and when, but everything in your life, you know, and you're getting really in tune with what is uncomfortable, like stepping out of your comfort zone and making change. And as opposed to something that's uncomfortable and you're like, I don't want to do that. I'm Why am I doing this? Someone asked me to do it. I said, yes, out of guilt, out of whatever. I don't want to do this. This situation isn't working for me. This relationship isn't working for me. Like you really want to be in tune with all of that, right? Because you don't want to fall back into habits or, you know, that, root, that old life that didn't serve you that you're here to focus on and make change from, you know? So love that. Um, hello. Hi, Monica. I'm loving this week's tweak, realizing I don't need as much as I was portioning out usually. So wild. Yes, because we get used to seeing what we see. We get used to a certain amount of portions. Our bodies get used to consuming a certain amount of portion. The hard thing about it is realizing that we eat way too much food. Um, I'm old enough to remember supersized portions and there was like a huge big deal made about, should we allow supersizing and these extra portions? And now it's just the norm. I take my kids through the drive-through at Wendy's and I get like a small drink for them and it's like this big and it barely fits in my cup holder. It's huge. And so our portions have just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and we're really normalizing that. We're normalizing what we're seeing as a portion. We're normalizing the portions that we're consuming because your body gets used to those portions. So it's not just physically what your body is used to. It's also mentally what your brain is used to seeing you eat as well and making those connections. And so what you're going to really realize is that we eat way more food than we what we need. Like even meat protein, we need about, I think it's like a pound and a half of cooked meat protein per week. And that's it. Like that's hardly anything. And that's, that's like all you need. Right, and then of course, you want to have like plant proteins and stuff mixed in there, but so people will eat that for dinner or the their whole day, and so this is also why we 've been taught like breakfast, lunch, dinner, this, these regimented meal times when you know you 're going to have some days where you 're super hungry and other days you 're not if you think about kids, if you have children. They'll go days where they're not eating anything. They're just, they're not even hungry. And then they'll have days where they'll eat you out of house and home. Like that's normal. They're instinctually in tune to their hunger levels. Like I'm not hungry. You can't force your kid to eat when they're not hungry. I'm not hungry. I don't need it. I don't need it. But we force them into these structured, you need to have breakfast. You need to have lunch. You need to have dinner. We force them into these structured meal times, and you can just get used to that. And that becomes your norm. But when they're younger, they're like, no, I don't want to eat. Or they're like every five minutes or like I'm hungry today. Right? Right. Like, and especially, you know, depending on their stress levels and their growth growth spurts and whatnot, it's all really tied into just being in tune with when they're hungry rather than trying to fit your, you know, your meeting, your eating into the structure. So that's why we're going in with this feeding the metabolism week and just blowing that shit up we're blowing it up. (laughs) You know. We're blowing it up. We're, we're making you eat even more often. Or even if you can't take the time, you are still thinking about the tweak and the fact that, Oh, I should be splitting this meal or snack or, Oh, I could be splitting this meal or snack or, Oh, I can't split this meal or snack. Right. There's so much to be learned for that. It's so cool. It's so cool. So close to getting back to my lowest low from the last program scale went up six pounds, but only, but that, uh, how long it takes for the scale to move down. Okay. So, um, Sometimes when people do a program, they hit their lowest low and then coming off the summer, whatever their weight creeps up, seasonal, whatever's going on with them, whatever they're dealing with. A lot of times what happens when we're trying to get that back down or kind of regroup on that is we, we do the same things we did last time, reflecting on that, on that program. Maybe you were eating like salads every day for lunch, but you were maybe eating those salads every day for lunch because it was rolling into spring and summer, for example. So that really aligned with the season. And so people will be stuck on that. I ate this for lunch. I drank this much water. I took this supplement. I did whatever. Where this is really where you want to like really get in tune with where you're at now, right? So, so it could also be stress levels. Some people have different, more stressful seasons uh, depending on their work. So now you need to bump up your good fats, you know, maybe add some heavier carbohydrates like rices or quinoas or squashes or potatoes or whatnot. To your lunch, you know, yeah. So incorporate those leafy greens, but you, you know, especially if you're feeling unsatisfied. So that's where you really want to kind of assess where you're at now. Uh, maybe your stress levels are through the roof. Maybe your sleep patterns are off. Whatever, whatever's going on with you. So just kind of, that's my advice. Is just kind of be like, okay, what do I need now, today? Not what worked last time in trying to like force your weight to come back down. But also, you know, also if you've lost like a good chunk of weight in a previous program, your metabolism is a little higher. So even portions. Maybe but when you finish the spring summer program, you were eating one egg for breakfast and now you need like two or three eggs for breakfast in order to feel like you've had enough. So just, just some tips there. Uh, I love this tweak. It's actually getting me more mindful to the portions and enjoying the food more while being aware of the things that come up for me along the way. Yeah, this is it. Like you can still hate it, but recognize the value in it, (laughs) you know, recognize the value in it for sure. Um, hi, Carol. Finally catching a live work has been crazy and fighting a cold have been hard to focus on me, but I have forced myself to take a few days this week and my scales are moving down. Finally, I need to force myself to focus on me. Yeah. That's a lot of us. A lot of us are here because we prioritize everyone and everything else above our own needs and we don't make time for ourselves. That's why, you know, even me. So we're here for work, but this morning I was just like, Ugh. I was like, cause I can't do anything from here. I can't, I can't take care of my kids. I can't really do business stuff. Like, I mean, it's all covered. We have a team, Tony's there, he's got the kids. I can't do anything about my pets and my children and my work because I'm here. And so I really noticed that this morning. I was saying to the girls like, oh God, I feel like relaxed. What the fuck is this feeling? You know what I mean? Because we're used to go, 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 go all the time and It becomes our norm so then we think, oh, I'm not stressed, I'm fine and then you you have to realize with this tweak it makes you take time to think right that the basic food plan just in general makes you take time for yourself plus all the other things. That's why I think it's great at the be- so even though we're gonna be repeating uh, the same tweak next week, so we're gonna bring it back to single portions super in tune to that, even though it's the same tweak, I do highly suggest that you pull out the maximizing, maximizing 20 questions and go through that again, because you might have more capacity now, or you might like be noticing things are changing and there's other things that you could be focused on rather than the things that you're focused on in the previous few weeks. So I do suggest that you do that. Hi friends. Hi Krista. I'm in day 50. Any others on this day or week? I honestly have been feeling a bit disconnected with y'all third round. I'm doing good yet. It's slow going. That's okay. If it's still progress. Yeah. So that's in your mind, right? Like nobody listening right now knows what day you are on. They don't even joining the lives. It's great to see the lives. There's a certain energy with, with joining a live live, but you know, you could just pretend it's live. (laughs) So many people watch the live and never ask a question. Um, so I know that's really hard to not be where people are at. I find most of that comes from just your own feelings of being behind And then multiplied by feeling like you should have lost your weight 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, you know what I mean? Five months ago. So then you just feel like you're even more behind. You are exactly where you need to be. And this is why I also think using the app can be really great. Because when you're using the app, you can go like from day 50, watch the check-in video, watch the lives, listen to the spill the tea's. The conversations and kind of be in your own little world with it. This is like, we did that spill the tea with Robin Kimberly and he was talking about that. He was talking about how he's using the app. He just watches that day's check-in listens to that day's lives and just does everything from that day where he's at and falls behind. Whereas Kimberly, interesting enough, was kind of a little like you and having a harder time to reconcile the feels of like not being where she's supposed to be and being behind in the group, you know? So, but there's probably a message in that for you. Maybe the reinforcement is I'm exactly where I'm, I'm at. I'm exactly where I need to be. And that's perfect for me. You know, like you can have a bit of FOMO because, you know, maybe you want to be like having the conversations in real time. But, you know, do you know what I mean? Like maybe just kind of double down on where you're at. Again, you can have honor the feels and then still like you can be like, hey, this is how I feel. This is my reality. And then be like, I'm amazing. And the fact that I'm still here is great, especially three programs in, right? Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. Away at the Bamp Film Festival with the bestie, Suzanne, I love that. Packed all of our snacks, supplements, and even a scale. Went to the tapas bar and had protein first, waited, and then shared a salad. Both of us stuffed with small portions, right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, feed the metabolism, not so bad when you share the experience with a friend. Yeah, I love that. Well, first of all, if you don't have a friend, you can share it with us. We're here for you. So, you want, see, so traveling and split, splitting up your meals and snacks not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> So I will give you that. Um, Good morning. Hi, Glendora. Dark and wet here in BC. Happy listening with a good cup of coffee by the fire. Oh, I love that. I hear it's kind of dreary in Ontario as well. Uh, went out for tapas last night, uh, in Alberta. Great type of food to split because you can order a couple, eat paws, order, eat paws, have two prawns, calamari, salad, and veg. And I was like, yeah, we went out last night to a sushi restaurant. It's one of those things they just, you order stuff and it comes out. And it was really fun because, we just kind of ate and then we're like, are we still hungry? And then we ordered more. Are we still hungry? And then we ordered more, which I, that's exactly how it should be done. <laughs> you just, rather than ordering everything, you should be able to like order and then see how you're feeling. Oh, actually I don't need that entree. Cause I ate all these appetizers. It's funny. Hi Jan. This week I've been really focusing on my portions. Both my son and my husband said to me with their plates piled high that our plates are too small. I'm thinking they need to ask themselves the four questions maybe um yeah you know you 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 get used to seeing how much you need and then that aligns with how how you're feeling and this is why This is why when you see those, um, the like 600 pound life and stuff like that, it's really hard for them to go to like a really restrictive diet because it's just, and you think, well, like, what's the big deal you can eat and whatever. It's very hard for people who have carry a larger amount of weight because they're used to consuming a larger amount of food and your body really gets used to that. And that's why this systematic method that we're using with the living method is just much more body friendly, not just physically, but mentally for your brain as well. Because what's happening is you're aligning. First of all, you're bringing up feels, but you're aligning with how you actually feel that sense of eating enough, satisfied, slightly deprived, right? Even that, you. how do you know that you're satisfied if you don't know what it feels like to feel slightly dis- deprived if you've just been dealing with starving, deprived, or full and eating too much? Starving, deprived, full, eating too much. You really get used to that. Uh... Isn't that crazy how we can still be hungry eating 12 times a day? Yeah, so feeding the metabolism is actually feeding and it's making your body work really hard. So digestion is one of the hardest things that your body does. It takes a lot of energy, not just like while you're consuming processing, digesting, breaking down and then after you're done eating your body is still working really hard on that. So, it's one of the there's very few things that can boost your metabolism. One is growing a baby inside you. That's great for boosting your metabolism. The other is resistance training and exercise is great for your metabolism, being in tune and giving your body actually what it needs. So it's not feeling the need to reserve is also really good. And then making your body work extra hard for your food. not, not It's not like, you know, where you're going to burn an extra that thousand calories or anything like that, but it's the rate at which your body is functioning stress will do that too but not in a good way <laughs> but it can make you extra hungry eating more often and then some people will be extra hungry which is totally cool and then that's a lot of times people who like downsizing didn't really connect with them they're really connecting with the feeding the metabolism tweak and it's making them extra hungry because your body's turning on it's like whoa, this is amazing this is go time i'm using all this extra energy feed me feed me feed me right now if it's carbon sugar based just make sure you're getting in you're, you're adding enough proteins and fats to your meals feeding into that especially that that good fat. Cause sometimes we forget about that and then make sure you're drinking enough water. Right. Um, or you're not hungry at all. Cause you're just like, Oh my God, fuck this shit. I'm so, I'm like t- done with eating. I'm so tired of eating. I don't want to eat again. And it's kind of like, Oh, I got to eat. So if you think about that, you take someone who's trying not to eat and now you have, you're making them eat. It's like, Oh, I'm just, and then it gets you to this place where it fast tracks and getting you to a place where you're really calm. So many people have food waste issues, food scarcity issues. They're afraid to be hungry. They get triggered when they, they feel like they're not having an, having enough. And then you take that and the way to fast track getting over that is to have to eat more often. And then you get to that place, you're like, oh God, I got to eat again. Do you know? And then that kind of resets how your brain is wired and gets you fast track to that place where you're really calm around food. And then you can be like, okay, it's not about having it, not having it. It's like, do I need it? Am I actually even hungry? And then we're going to take a step forward in the coming weeks. What am I actually hungry for? Right? And then you should be able to look at your food without even eating your food and knowing if it's not, if it's enough or too much or just right, right? It's really cool how it all starts to come together. This morning, I hit my goal weight for this session. Hi, Tara. I'm so excited. I still have a few more weeks to go. Hopefully, the scale will keep moving. Heck yeah, you guys. I know we're rolling into week eight, we have week eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. That's five weeks of all of your hard work, paying off, everything coming together. Don't let that mentality, if it gets harder as you go, that's not how it is. It gets easier as you go. You're more aligned. Think about the, think about, think about your expectations in the first month of the program where you thought you're going to lose like 20 pounds in a month. I know some of you actually did. Um, but you know where you thought you're going to lose all your weight because that's what you normally do on diets. You lose a good chunk of the beginning. So that's where you want to take those same expectations that were really misplaced and shift them into the last month of the program. Because honestly, you stick around the way things come together. You're going to reflect back and be like, holy shit, look what I accomplished. All those little bits on the scale, they add up and make a huge difference. So a lot of time you want to finish just as strong, if not stronger than the day that you guys started. Okay. I got to come time for a couple more questions here. Good morning. Enjoying this program, but I find the meal I enjoy the most is dinner. I enjoy making really nice dinner, but with this week's week finding I'm eating too much at dinner, at dinner, at dinner lunch is a hard one for me as i don't usually eat lunch before yeah well how is that working for you in terms of being able to lose and sustain your weight you know what i mean um that so many people ch- go all day and maybe have breakfast maybe not go all day without eating and have dinner right um it just cause, it's a recipe for weight gain at the end of the day so i love that you're breaking that habit um i enjoy making a really nice dinner but with this week's cheek, i'm finding i'm eating too much at dinner uh lunch so there's two weird things happening there because I enjoy making a really nice dinner. So that's separate. You enjoy cooking. That shouldn't cause you to eat more. If anything, you should be more mindful. You've taken the time to create this beautiful meal. You should be sitting down enjoying it and like really savoring every bite in which will put you even more in tune to your portions. Right. Um, so those are two separate, two separate issues. Uh, I'm finding this, finding I'm eating too much at dinner. Lunch is a hard one for me as I don't usually eat lunch before. Okay. What is hard for you about that? Because you've had breakfast, you've had snack, you've had lunch, you've had a snack and then another snack. So if you're skipping meals and snacks, that of course will lead you into being extra hungry at dinner, right? So, so if you're really hungry at dinner, because cooking the meal shouldn't make you overeat your food. So then what's going on It's it, and then you mentioned lunch and it's hard because you don't normally eat lunch. So are you skipping lunch or maybe you need to make your meals and snacks leading up to dinner, more nutrient rich. So you're feeling more satisfied moving into dinner. Making soups and enjoying them, but still not adding rice or potatoes to my lunches, not interested in those for lunch. Usually I eat those at dinner, but I haven't been. Okay. Making soups and enjoying them, but still not adding rice or potatoes to my lunches, not interested in those for lunch. Well, if you, if you don't feel like you need them then you don't need them, but you should also be adding good fats and you should be also adding in leafy greens. So, right. So you're making your lunches. You want it. So you make a soup. It should have vegetable base for lunch. It should have uh, protein in there. You should also have your leafy greens and good fats. So if you are not feeling satisfied with that, then, and you're extra hungry in the dinner, then maybe that's where you should be like, okay, where can I bump up the fat? Where can I, you know, add, you know, more vegetables in or whatever. Right. Um, usually don't eat those at dinner and I haven't been, so there's a lot going on there. So that's where you have to be like making dinner has nothing to do with what you're eating at dinner. Um, lunch, if you say that you're satisfied, but then you're hungry over eating at dinner because you're not what's happening there. So you have to break that down. There's a lot going on. Um, so that's, that's how I do that, right? So this is where I like, what's happening with the client? What's going on with the scale? What did they have yesterday? Where are they at? How are they feeling physically? How are they feeling mentally? What's the problem? i so they say say, what, what's the problem with overeating dinner? You know, what's going on there, you know, and then they'll usually say something back and then I have to break that into different pieces. So here's the thing, like you can be a foodie and enjoy food. It's just that right now there are things that you need to do. It's a means to an end, So if you can't over, like foodies really love overindulging in good food sometimes, and you can't really do that. So now you need to indulge in the process of making the food or sitting down and taking time to enjoy the food or try like, chewing your food and really describing the flavors that you're consuming. Oh, this is so delicious. And I'm tasting this and whatever, because it is it just the overeating, the abundance and the feeling full, or is it actually because you're really enjoying the flavor of your food? So sometimes you just need to shift the focus, shift the focus. Nothing like being on the live and having a discussion, missing those 7 p.m.s. lives and everyone, old groups. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do 7 p.m.s. So I love them too. I miss them too, but fuck that shit because I didn't have any time to spend with my kids and my family. And I'm learning a lot about like work life balance, right? Otherwise I just was overextending myself and I would go live at like 9am, 12 o'clock, 7pm plus, you know, so I'm, that was a really big moment for me. And I have to say, fuck that shit because I would immediately go into a guilt for you. I'm, you missed that. And I love that you brought it up because I do miss those. Um, you know, I should do those. No one's going to do my program because I'm not offering 7pm lives and you know, whatever. Um, but there is something about feeling connected with people. And I really love those 7pm lives. I'm thinking actually of adding some in just kind of sporadically here or there, like maybe rather than a Thursday morning, I'll go live on a Thursday night. Um, because I get what you're saying. It was like at the end of the day and it was just kind of like, I would sit there, glass of wine, hang out and just kind of, there's something about, the end of the day and that reflection conversation that I think is really important. So I've actually thought about adding them in like one time a week. <laughs> I can't, I can't go too crazy. Cause you know what happens with me? Like right now, my team is all waiting for me and they're like, okay, yeah, you're done. Let's go. We have things to do is that I will talk. I will keep talking and keep talking, and keep talking. Cause I love the conversation. So yeah, I'm thinking of adding, um, one, maybe one evening live in there. But there is nothing like uh, love. See, even I can feel their eyes on me right now. They're like, come on, they're hungry. We got to go. Non-scale victory at the gym and actually did real uh, bear crawls and burpees. Amazing all the energy I have now. Losing weight just makes those harder exercises a lot easier next time. So I love Chloe's series on... Um Oliver. Yes, you can series. And I love Chloe. Next week we are introducing Sherry Perez. So she's going to be joining us. She is a whole vibe. You guys, Uh, we're going to do some fun exercise with her. We're thinking of doing some fun live classes, some fun challenges. Don't get me wrong. It's still not an exercise program, but exercising is so beneficial for so many reasons. And at this point in the program, you're going to start really noticing your energy start to increase and you're going to want to start moving your body, which is really super cool. Uh, speaking of moving, I have to go, I have to move my butt. And go eat something. The team we were up super early this morning out getting some fun shots and covers and socials and uh so now I gotta go eat. But um tomorrow I'll read over the guidelines. More of the same, even though it's more of the same, still read over the guidelines. Pull it out, maximizing posts. It's really about building on everything that you're doing because the weeks leading the next few weeks, which is super cool. We're going to be really switching up what we're doing with the food plan. So this is your kind of last attempt. We're going to still ask those four questions, but this week is like really double down on really getting in tune to those portions and those feelings and that internal dialogue when it comes time to split up. Like really take time with that first portion. How, like ask yourself before you split your meal up. How would I feel if I eat all of this? right? And then split it up and then go into those four questions. And maybe you felt like, oh, this isn't enough for me or, oh, I would be too full on this. And then when you start splitting them up, you really get in tune to that. And then really pay attention with that second portion, because I know asking those four questions gets monotonous, but really double down asking those four questions. So really make that the whole thing this week is like, even if you hate it, then dive into why do I hate this? It's like four days. What's my problem with this? What's my deal? Because chances are that's indicating something that you need to work through that would be beneficial to get to the other side where you're going to be calm around uh have an amazing day everyone um it's saturday right in the group tomorrow is sunday uh, am i back monday i'm going live monday so i'm back on monday live again and then tuesday i'm going to be in transit flying back home so i won't uh see you guys on tuesday but i'll see you on monday uh have an amazing day and i'll see you then bye mom deserves better than a drugstore card